to this speaker as I bring it forth. You know, I believe tonight that God's people need to get a hold of the fact that we serve the great I Am. We serve the Almighty God, and He has saved us by His grace, and uh, He has made us a happy people. I pray that you're happy. I pray that uh, I pray that you have a smile upon your face. I mean, you have every right to have that smile. You have a right to be happy because of what God has done for you. You have a responsibility, in my opinion, uh, to to be that happy individual. And to at least show it upon your face as you come to the house of God. Uh, to worship in spirit and truth. I pray the Lord's help to you this evening. And may God arrest your thoughts and your heart. May God do a work in you and myself this evening. In Exodus 3, the Bible says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert. And he came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see... God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. Now folks, whether you realize it or not, tonight you're in holy ground. Amen. You're in a place where God has said, where two or three are gathered in his name, he says, I'm going to be in the midst. And I believe everything that the God-man stated there, that he's in this place tonight. So within the, the confines of this building, within the confines of our hearts, you're in holy ground. You're in a place where you ought to be sitting in all tonight. You're in a place where the, 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 the things of the world should be Completely gone out of your mind. You're saved by God's amazing grace. You've had a change in your heart. You've had a change in your life. You have had a change of destination. Therefore, you ought to be praising Him tonight with all of your heart and with all of your mind. He states this, what is said in the Word of God, that the Bible states, And he said, Draw not nigh hither, in verse 5, Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, and the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Verse 13, the Bible says, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, 
I am hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, have sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. Our text tonight is found in verse 14. Where the Bible says, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow in your presence this evening, we do so with thankful hearts. Father, we're saved by your amazing grace. You have changed our destination. You are our God. We are a people when we were not a people. You have made us to be thy children. You have adopted us into the family of God. You have made us join heirs with thy son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as thy people, joy should be upon our thoughts. Joy should be infiltrating our minds and our and even our very bodies. Lord, I pray that every child of God in this house tonight realizes what joy we should have. Lord, bless us tonight. May the great I am fill our hearts and our minds. And may you truly be with us in a special way. Lord, forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. I want to turn over for just a moment to Psalm and chapter 99, I believe it is. Psalm and 99. And I want to look at this, this chapter. I pray that God will get a hold of our hearts. The Bible says in Psalm 99, beginning at verse 1, we'll read down through the remainder of the chapter, verse 9. The Lord reigneth. Let the people tremble. He sitteth between the cherubims. Let the earth be moved. This is speaking to the greatness and the majesty of the mighty God of heaven. This speaks to who we serve tonight. This speaks to who has saved us by His never dying grace. The Bible goes on to say in verse 2, The Lord is great in Zion, and He is high above all people. Let them praise Thy great and terrible name, for it is a holy. Folks, and I want you to know that word terrible there is not something of a monstrosity or, or something a, a wicked. This is talking about how great and how mighty the name of Almighty God is even to us that are here tonight. The Bible goes on to say, listen to this now. I think it is something for us to get a hold of. The king's strength also loveth judgment. Thou dost establish in equity. Thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt ye the Lord our God and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. You know, that's what we're doing here tonight. As we come into this house of God, number one, as we come together and meet as brothers and sisters in Christ, we come together to fellowship one with another. In doing so, tonight, we, as we came out of the prayer room, as we spoke to God the Father, there were 12 men in that prayer room asking God's blessing upon this service tonight. 
asking for God's intervention in each and every heart that's gathered here. Folks, I want you to know something tonight. We look at, uh, we look at that prayer room and I, I'm afraid that too many don't take advantage of the, of the avenue of prayer in our lives. The one thing that we come to do in this house is talk to God. Amen. Amen. We talk to Him as we, as we bow our heads and bend our knee. We talk to Him and ask Him for the mighty blessings that He has offered and that He has promised to His children. The Bible says in verse 5, Again, exalt ye the Lord our God and worship at His footstool, for He is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests and Samuel among them that call upon his name. They called upon the Lord and he answered them. He spake unto them in the cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and ordinance that he gave them. Thou answerest them, O Lord our God. Thou, thou wast a God that forgavest them. You know as I... As I look at that, that verse right there in that sentence. And I, I know I'm not by myself. We can all look around and see where God has forgiven us of all of our trespasses. Even in our life of being saved by His amazing grace. For we have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Surely you can understand that God has done a miraculous work in forgiving you of all your trespasses. Thou answered them, O Lord our God, thou wast a God that forgavest them, though thou tookest vengeance on their inventions. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. You know, tonight these words reveal to us the self-existent, the eternal and incomprehensible nature of Jehovah God Himself. As the only original being, He is the ground of all creation and all created beings. In John chapter 5 and verse 8, notice what it says here now in John 5. In verse 8, please take time to look at these scriptures with me. I'm talking John chapter 8, excuse me, and 58. Notice what it says here now. The Bible states in verse 58, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, For before Abraham was I am. In Hebrews in chapter 13, once again we see the eternal existence of the Godhead. The Bible states in chapter 13 of the book of Hebrews and verse 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus said in John 6 and 48, I am the bread of life. This is the true bread from heaven as he states in John chapter 6 and verse 32 through 35. Jesus said, I am the door. John 10, 1 through 10. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Listen, when you see these, 
these, these, these factions uh, uh, where God is naming Himself, the first thing I want you to realize is the I Am. I am the door. I am the way of salvation. I am the bread of life. I am the light that lighteth every man in the world. Jesus said again, I am the good shepherd. In John chapter 10, in verse 11 down through verse 30, Jesus said, I am the way. In John 14 and verse 6, the one thing again that I want you to notice in the second person of the Godhead, you see the God-man Himself announcing Himself as I Am. Folks, it's the same as we see in the book of Exodus there. When the I Am spoke to Moses and told him, you're going to lead my people. Folks, I want you to know something. The I Am has always been and always will be. He is the I Am. Listen, He is the vine. This is the chapter wherein we have the great promise of the rapture in heaven. <coughs> I've been having problems with my throat all day. <coughs> in John chapter 14, in verse 6, notice what it says here. Again, we're talking about the great I am. Jesus saith unto them, I am. The way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come unto the Father but by me. Think about that. In John chapter 14 verses 1 uh, down through verse 4 he says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. And what we're seeing here is God identifying himself as the Son and the Son as God. He speaks to the fact that we are one. As, he, as you look in John chapter 10, he states it very, very promising. He said, in my father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. It was the great I am. Who gave us that promise. Remember. He said I and my father. Are one. Jesus said. Once again. And I spoke this just a moment ago. In John chapter 8. He says I am. The light of the world. Isaiah chapter 9. I'll go over here for just a moment. And notice what it says here. In Isaiah and chapter 9. Think about these things now. The great I am. Isaiah 9 and verse 2, the Bible says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, and upon them hath the light shined. Child of God, tonight that's what happened to you. You were in the land of darkness. As a matter of fact, you were the children of darkness. But God. Folks, when you come to those thoughts, you've got to realize that had it not been for but God intervening in our lives, we would all still be held bound if not already there. Amen. Folks, I want you to understand the, the necessity to come before His throne with worship and praise as we walk into the house of God. The great I Am is in this place this very hour. And folks, if He wasn't here, we were meeting for nothing. 
And I truly believe that and I've always said that. If the Holy Spirit of God is not in this place, we have met for not. If the Holy Spirit of God is not in this place, the candlestick being removed, we have nothing to come to this house of God for. But praise be to God. And He says, I'm in the place. I'm in the house. We need to realize how good it is to come into a place of worship where you know the Holy Spirit of God resides. What a joy to know that you're in a church where God's Spirit rests. Folks, you don't see that everywhere. You don't have that everywhere. And the reason why that I rejoice tonight is because I feel that the Holy Spirit of God is in this place. Even as desperately wicked we may be, God is still in this place. I praise God uh, for that thought this very hour. In John chapter 1, we'll go back here to the New Testament for just a moment. In John 1, here the Bible states this, and I want you to get a hold of it because I think it's important. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that is made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. In verse 12 down through verse 35, the Bible states the fact that He has come in the flesh, and He is the very Son of God. He is the light that lighteth us into the world. He came into His own. But the Bible says in verse 11 that His own received Him not. Verse 12 tells us, But as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Folks, I want you to know something. If you're saved by the grace of God tonight, it's because of His power and His majesty and His might. That's the reason why we worship Him tonight. He is the light that lightens the darkened souls of dead sinners. In Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible says, In you hath he quickened who were what? Dead in trespasses and sin. Folks, that word quickened means to be brought to life. It means to be made alive. It means that, that without that quickening agent, we would never have salvation. As a matter of fact, in John, I believe it is, in chapter 6, the Bible states in verse 63 where it talks about the Spirit. Listen, the Spirit is that one that does that work upon the lost soul. It's the Spirit that quickeneth us. You see, there is something about the Trinity that you cannot get away from. It's all God. You got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and every one of them has a work in our salvation. Folks, I want you to know something tonight. That's the reason why we come to the house of God and are implored by the Word of God to worship Him in spirit and in truth. He will be the only light needed in heaven one day. In Revelation 21 and 23, we see that. But the lost despise the light, do they not? John chapter 3, verse 16 through 21, it tells us that the lost will not come to the light lest their deeds should be reproved. Folks, I want you to know something. You're saved by God's amazing grace. We want the light in our lives. We want the, we want the visible light. We want the proofs of salvation. We want to see it upon our faces and in our hearts and in our attitudes. Listen, if you're saved by the grace of God, there ought to be a change in your attitude. Amen. There ought to be joy upon your heart. and You ought to be smiling tonight for His great goodness that He has bestowed upon us. You see, the lost, they're not like that. The lost always are angry with the Word of God. The lost are angry with the people of God. 
the lost despise the very, the very essence of God's word. They despise the very essence of the God of heaven. They despise the fact that God is a God to be worshipped. People may despise that fact today, but understand this. There's coming a day when you're not going to be able to do nothing but praise Him for what He is. You will worship and you will bend the knee before the Almighty God one day. Whether you realize it or not, you may do it here or you'll do it there. Listen, you will bend the knee and you will acknowledge Him as the great I Am. And there's nothing that you can do to elude that fact. You will be found out. Are you really saved tonight? Listen, there ought to be a change in your heart. There ought to be a change in the way that you love one another. There ought to be a change in the, in the fact that, that you love the light and you don't, you don't love darkness. The great I am is still the great I am. What about the mystery of the burning bush? You know what we carry about within us? The mystery of that burning bush yet... Yet the bush of our frail bodies is not consumed. You see that Holy Spirit resides inside of us. And yet our bodies are not consumed. Well, I don't understand all that because of my sinfulness and the sinful nature that I have. I'm amazed that God has struck me down just because of His holiness that resides within my bosom. But praise be unto God, He hasn't. It's just like that bush. That bush being on fire was not consumed. Listen, I know that within my heart is the Holy Spirit of God. And yet I know that this, this body of mine, this soul of mine should be, should be consumed with the very presence of Almighty. But because of His grace, I and you are spared because of His amazing grace. That's the great I Am. That's the great I Am that you ought tonight be worshiping and paying close attention to. Paul says we have this treasure in these earthen vessels. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 7. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. What is the treasure? It is the Holy Spirit of God that resides in these earthen vessels. Listen, I want you to know something. These vessels are nothing more than clay. One day, if these bodies are left to be the way God wants them to be, listen, they'll turn back to the dust of the earth. These old vessels are nothing but clay, but within that clay figure lies the Holy Spirit of God. You have been saved by His amazing grace. And you have been kept by His own power and majesty. Because of that presence. Yes, we're on holy ground. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy One of Heaven. God is in all of us that are saved by His amazing grace. The great I Am. The great I Am. I am the vine, says John 15. You remember that study when we had the study on the vine? I may have to go back to that. We've had a lot of additions to our church family since that. 
There's been a lot of our young people have grown up without hearing that. And I may have to return back to some of those old truths that we have preached in the past. Listen, without us abiding in the vine, we cannot survive. You've got to stay close to the, to the main branch. Listen, or you'll never be able to make it. Abide in the vine, and I in you, and you shall live. Listen. He says, I am the Alpha and Omega, Revelation 1, 17 and 18, the beginning and the end. Do you serve this God tonight? Do you know Him tonight? Do you know God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit tonight in the essence of salvation? He's the first and the last. He is the only thing that we need. The great I am. The Savior of all mankind. Let's all stand please.